Hello and welcome to another episode of Wannabe Entrepreneur, the podcast about what's really like to bootstrap a company. And uh, today I have a really cool, nice vibes episode for you. And uh, I will be basically going through my preparation and marketing plan to share the interview I did with uh, KCD Williams, aka KCD on Twitter. She has more than 100 and 70,000 followers on Twitter, so I really had to prepare. And I think there are some good learnings and some good insights that I want to share with you. But uh, before starting, I want to give a warm welcome to the two new members of the WBE space, our community, our co-working space for bootstrappers. And the first one is Indie Mike. Welcome, uh, Mike, to our community. Indie Mike is a software developer and uh, about a year ago he decided to quit his job and take some time to do some soul searching, some traveling and now he wants to become an entrepreneur and he joined our community to get some motivation, some support and some feedback in his ideas. So welcome Indie Mike to the WBE space. And the other member is Imran. Imran is based in India and he was trying to build a SaaS software when he realized that there were a lot of problems with getting paid and international payments. So there was a lot of problems with the process of paying and he decided to stop this SaaS he was developing and actually build another product. He wants to build a marketplace to sell digital products online and to get paid in cryptocurrency. So super exciting product. And I really want to see how this one turns out. So thank you for joining and we are thrilled to have you as part of the WBE space. And uh, you, the listener, if you want to learn more about what this space is all about, and if you want to join us, there will be a link in the description. It basically costs four euros per month, and you get access to a Slack community, you get access to a wiki with a lot of tools, and even SaaS discounts, discounts that are only for WBE members, for really great tools that uh, I think a lot of you will want and uh, are probably already using. So make sure to check that out. And now, without uh, any more delays, let's get started with today's episode. Have you ever had this feeling of seeing a friend after some time and seeing how different they look? Sometimes they are slimmer, they can be bold, they can be fatter, whatever. It just you can really notice that there is a difference. But you can almost never notice a difference in you or in a loved one or someone that you see regularly. And that makes total sense, right? I mean, if you see yourself in the mirror or a friend every day, then obviously you don't notice big iterations because every day you see the small iterations. But if you don't see them for a long time, then you will notice that there was a big, big difference. And uh, the same thing happens with your products. The same thing happens with your improvement. And uh, I feel that the same thing is actually happening with me, with uh, my bootstrapper career, because I get a lot of people telling me that, uh, praising me basically for how much I've grown, but I always feel that I haven't grown that much. And uh, let's take Twitter, for example. I just crossed the 400 followers mark, which is 
amazing. I, I remember a few months ago sharing with you my techniques to go from 20 to 40 followers. But the thing is that I really know how much work each follower takes and uh, I get every new follower and I notice every new follower. So they are very small increments. Of course, that if from one day to the other or in one night I would gain a thousand new followers, I would definitely notice that. But since I'm getting one by one, for me, it I, I kind of don't get it. But then when I see people praising me and congratulating me, I kind of take a step back and see, okay, yes, I have actually increased quite a bit. And I was now checking, when you go on Twitter, you can actually check the analytics. And I was checking how much have I grown in the past months. And I could see that, for instance, in September, I got 77 new followers. Then in October, 50 new followers. Then uh, in November, a whopping 100 new followers. So it's actually paying off. And somehow it seems that my strategy for Twitter is paying off and is working out. And that's great. And uh, that's kind of also what I want to talk with you about, about marketing and uh, Recently, I interviewed KCD Williams. She has 174k followers on Twitter, and she is the biggest, or the person that I interviewed that has the biggest amount of followers. I already interviewed people with 100k, but in other platforms. I will talk about that in a second. But obviously, I was a bit nervous, and I, normally I'm not very nervous when I'm interviewing people because. I don't know, this kind of format, my interview format is something that I'm really comfortable with because I get to be myself, I get to improvise, and I really, I'm just having a conversation with the person, so I don't get nervous. I, I get much more nervous if I have to do something that is scripted. Let's say that I have to play in a concert or in a play, I need to be an actor or something. That would make me much, much more nervous than doing this because here I can just be myself. But I was still quite nervous when I was interviewing KCD because, you know, 170k followers was always haunting me. It's like this black cloud saying, okay, Tiago, you cannot mess this up because this can actually be quite good for you and for your podcast. So the interview went well. KCD is amazing and she made me super comfortable. And I think that you can almost not notice that I was nervous in the interview. There was maybe one or two questions that I didn't express myself correctly. But a part of that, I think it was quite good. And then after having the interview, after editing, it was time to actually spend some time planning the launch. And if you remember my last episode called The Breakdown, in the end, I decided that I would take more time to do marketing. I would take more time to study and that there was a big difference between building a product and doing the marketing for a product. Building a product is something that is more fluent and more fast and you build and you release and then you trade. But actually doing marketing, you really need to take a little bit more time to preparate. You cannot just build and release it. Because if you do that, most likely you won't have any success. So now what I do is I really think about it and I do a marketing plan before launching anything that I want to launch. Even a Twitter. What I always try to do is I think I try to put myself in someone else's shoes. Or, or rather, I ask myself, what if it was another person doing this tweet. Would I click or would I just ignore? And I think that's a great technique and has been helping me a lot. So 
Now I want to go with you through the process of making this marketing plan and uh, what were the results so that you can also apply in uh, your own launches, in your own tweets, etc. So the first thing I did was to come up with goals. What are the main goals with this launch? And there were three main goals. First off, would be to become the most listened interview. So far, the most listened interview had 126 listens. It's the one I did with Kavya, Gate interview, by the way, you should listen to it. But I wanted to surpass that. And the second goal was to convert some of the episode listeners to regular listeners. Because a lot of people that come and listen to the interview, they come to hear their idol speak. They don't come to hear the wannabe entrepreneur or me. So it's really hard to make sure that they become regular listeners. So that was another goal, try to make them regulars. And the last goal was to get at least 10 new Twitter followers. So those are the goals. And now everything you will hear were based on these goals or to achieve these goals. First, what I did was to do some research. I needed to do some research on KCD. Obviously, for an interview, I did my own research, but now I need to do some research on KCD's audience. What do they like? So I went through her Twitter and I saw which posts actually work better. And I noticed that the posts that had humor, KCD is really known to do memes and jokes about developing and coding. They are really funny. So obviously, they always got a lot of engagement. Another one was to speak about vulnerabilities of developers, to basically speak about, let's say, how developers like to Google or how we should not fight about which language is better. So this kind of works as well. And last but not least, and this is something I've learned in the past, is that quote retweets are always better than just retweets. So if KCD just retweets the interview, a lot of people will just ignore it. And this already happened in the past. For instance, when I interviewed Thibault, he also has a lot of members, but there was not a lot of reach because he just retweeted. And think about yourself. When you see a retweet, a simple retweet, you most likely ignore it, right? Because it's like spam. But if someone quote retweets it, it gives a personal feeling to it. They are really... It's, it's like there's a trust barrier that is broken in and, okay, I can trust this. I can trust that I should click and check this tweet because my idol, the person I'm actually following, is telling me that it's okay for me to check it. So it was really important to ask for KCD to quote retweet my audiograms and my tweets. And I also checked some of uh, KCD previous interviews, obviously, and the interview that actually was somehow similar to mine, got uh, 291 views on YouTube. So I kind of realized, okay, this is what I can count and this is what I should aim for with uh, my own interview. So this was the research I did. Then I kind of planned which marketing channels I wanted to use. And the first marketing channel was obviously Twitter, the one that I use the most. And uh, that's kind of my main one, the one where I'm investing the most time. And then there were others like Hacker News, LinkedIn, Reddit, Dev.to, Indie Hackers. And I also tried to reach out to some people to do some PR, but uh, I will speak about that in a second. So before everything, before I even started planning my tweets, there was one crucial thing, which was the website. So all of the users, and this is really important, you have to think about the whole user journey. 
They see your post on Twitter, but where are they going? What do you want them to do? So I want to bring them to the website to convert them to regular listeners, most, most of them, right? So what I did was I went to the website and I defined goals, goals just for the website. And the goal for the website was to convert interview listeners to regular listeners. And for that, I had to plan. And the one thing that I did is I kind of restructured the episode page so now when you go to the episode page, you just go to wannabe-entrepreneur.com and you click on episodes, you see that there are, it's, it's quite different. Now I actually have uh, what listeners should listen next. So there's a little section. I basically copied YouTube, right? On YouTube, the goal of any website really is to keep the users engaged the most amount of time possible. And on YouTube, you always have the watch next section and sometimes you're already clicking before even finishing your episode the episode you're just or the video you're just uh, watching so that's exactly i just copied paste that and now you can be watching or listening kcd's interview and on the right side you're already seeing what you should listen next so i wanted to keep people engaged i also added a couple of icons where people can uh, listen to the podcast because most people they listen to podcasts in other platforms they don't like to listen in browsers so i just add some icons and say you can also listen in apple Podcasts. you can also listen on spotify podcast edits whatever so i just wanted to keep them and convert them into regular Listeners, one thing that I did not do back then, I just did yesterday, I should have done, is to allow users to subscribe to notifications so they could just reach and leave their email there and they will email them every time there would be a new episode. I just released that yesterday, so unfortunately I basically didn't use that during the launch, but I will give more updates on that if that works in the future. So now that the website was ready, it was time to go back to Twitter and start planning my tweets. The goals for Twitter were the following. Bring users to the website and to listen to the full interview and to get followers. Remember, I want to get at least 10 new followers. For that, I created audiograms, uh, which are basically little teasers about the interview that motivate people to listen to it. I always try to find the sections that are most interesting. So sections with humor, sections about vulnerabilities and so on. So I created, I think, five or six of those. And I created tweets around them. I created a lot, a lot of tweets. I scheduled a lot of tweets. Then I created tweets with humor. I tried a couple of memes as well. And then, of course, I asked KCD to quote retweet and i'll tell all the results in an instance now i just want to go to linkedin and i basically i, I grouped linkedin hacker news reddit dev.to i grouped everything into one on only marketing channel because i just didn't have enough time to explore each one individually but the goal here was to bring users to the website and listen to the full interview and what i did was share audiograms and i did write a post a post that was entitled the three things I learned from the interview I had with KCD. And this is great because having a post allows you to repurpose this content into multiple platforms, multiple formats. And I think that these platforms, there are more people that like to read rather than to just see a small video or something. So it was really good, great to do this uh, post. And the last but not least, I also tried to do some PR. I tried to message some women in tech groups and forums and accounts tried to see if they would somehow share my interview, but I didn't get any positive results so far. 
So now let's go and check out the results I got on Twitter. Twitter was one of my main platforms and I got most of my listeners from there. And uh, first of all, I got KCD to read, to quote, retweet one of the, or I think even two posts, which was great. And the way I did that, you know, you can imagine KCD, she has so many followers that are inbox. Can you imagine how many, you know, messages she probably has, you know, tons. So it's always hard to get her to read my messages. So I always try to send in multiple channels. So I sent on Twitter, I sent on LinkedIn and I sent by email and then she answered me and she said, thank you so much. And then she actually quote retweeted the tweet. She shared it on LinkedIn. So it was completely amazing. Every time she would quote retweet, I think I got 4,000 views on one of the audiograms and 3,000 views in the other audiogram. And uh, keep in mind that just because they are viewing the audiogram, it doesn't mean that they are clicking. But I still got a lot of clicks. So I think in one of them, I got 50 or even more like 60 or almost 100 clicks to the website. Yeah, besides that, I also tried to do a meme. The meme was basically an older man with headphones and with a super nervous face. And I said, this is how I felt before interviewing KCD. And uh, I mean, I don't think it worked that well. I, I don't think that these memes, memes are always, I never know. Sometimes they work absolutely amazingly. Sometimes no one cares about it. It's really funny. But uh, yeah, the memes didn't work so much. I also did a couple of single tweets. So audiograms were definitely the things that worked the most, especially obviously the ones that got retweeted by Casey. And this brought a lot of people to the website. And I also got retweeted a couple of times by other people mentioning the interview, which was great, not only to get more listeners, but also for my ego, because I felt, okay, people actually like it. And uh, besides that, Reddit worked really well as well. I tried to share links. Links were the things that worked the, the best in this case. So a link to the interview on uh, a lot of subreddits. The one that actually worked the best were WebDev. I think that was the one Got only got four upvotes, but I could see in Plausible, if you remember last week I spoke about Plausible, this analytics tool, and they tell where the users are coming from. And I could see that there were a lot of users coming from Reddit, Hacker News, actually worked a little bit as well. And uh, yeah, LinkedIn also a little bit. So it was definitely Twitter the best, then Reddit, then LinkedIn. So, oh no, and uh, I almost forgot. There's also a very cool thing that happened yesterday, actually. KCD shared, she has a newsletter and she sends emails, I think weekly emails to the subscribers. And she sent an email to the subscribers saying that she was featured in Wannabe Entrepreneur. Also, with two other interviews, but the wannabe entrepreneur was the first link. And that's great. And I guess that probably happened because I shared so much that it was kind of unconsciously in her mind. So that's why she wrote mine or our interview first. And that's always great. And I got a lot of new listeners yesterday from uh, her newsletter. So that's really, really good. So now I have to answer the question that you are all thinking about, I hope. Did I achieve my goals? So let's go one by one. Becoming the most listened interview. So I need to have more than 126 listens. And as of now, I have 
211 listens so i definitely achieved that goal and uh, this uh, became the most listened interview so far and i know what you might think okay it's obvious because she has so many followers but as i told you i had in the past already interviewed people with more than 100k followers but on other platforms like instagram or youtube and one thing that i learned is that it's really hard to share my interview in those mediums. So for instance, when I interviewed Hendrik, the bread code, he has a huge YouTube channel, but when it was time to share this with his audience, you know, YouTube doesn't allow you to share links. So actually YouTube has like a community feature. And what happened is every time you would share an image or some text, it would have like 300 likes. But once you shared the link to the podcast, no one it had like four likes or something so youtube really damaged the reach of that post so and the same with instagram it's really hard to share links with instagram so this was a decision that i that i made a couple of months ago to basically only interview people from twitter because it was much easier to share and uh, it seems that it was a great decision so i'm really happy with that and i we should really appreciate our ideas uh, as i said in the beginning and uh, yeah so that goal was definitely achieved and the next goal was to convert some of the episode listeners to regulars i don't know this will take a little bit more time because the only way for me to see is to see actually if these episodes the freestyle episodes get more listeners if my average number of downloads increases this means that i become or i have more regular listeners so this will take some time to actually determine i hope it worked let's see and the third goal was to get 10 new twitter followers which i definitely did because uh, now i just uh, i think two days ago i had 400 followers on twitter now i'm already at 414 so yes that was also achieved and this is the result of a good marketing plan a marketing plan that take a lot of time a lot of effort but in the end it definitely paid off i hope this was a good and that you could also learn from uh, my learnings as well one little thing that also happened most recently and i think it's really cool for me to share is i decided to do a different kind of tweet so instead of promoting a tweet with paid ads i told people that for every retweet i would donate one euro to an offset program uh, basically a program that plants trees or a co2 offset program rather and uh, it actually worked really well so the tweet just says instead of promoting this tweet i decided to donate one euro per retweet to plant trees emoji with tree emoji with tree emoji with tree <laughs> and then let's see dot 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 and i got 15 retweets which is amazing because normally i have zero or one retweet and the fact that i actually got 15 retweets you know it's it's, it's huge and uh, unfortunately it didn't get the reach i was expecting and again this is back to stupid algorithms and sometimes they just decide not to promote your tweet for some reason it only got 1000 impressions which is really good so it's already bigger than the number of people that follow me but only had 11 profile visits and what eight likes so in the end i was able to plant a tree in uh, germany which is always great i feel good for it and uh, i even got 15 retweets and 11 
profile visits for it. So this was really, really cool. And uh, last but not least in this section of the project updates, I have a great news for you. I got offered a ticket for next year's web summit. And uh, yes, I know that's still almost a year from now, but at least there's no excuses this time. I, I'm feeling a little bit bad for not going this year because I got the alpha ticket, but a lot of people told me not to go. And then a lot of people that did go tell me that it it was probably worth it. So now that I have a free ticket, there's no excuse. I got it on Twitter, actually. I participated on a contest, a Portuguese contest, but any anyone actually could. It was in English. Anyone could participate. And the idea was to come up with an idea of sustainable tourism in Portugal. I came up with an idea of Uber for, for boats or something. And uh, I got selected. I think 10 people won. And I not only got the ticket to the web summit, but I also got one month of free access to the Lisbon startup co-working space. Wow, that's amazing. Finally, I have a great excuse to get out of my house and go meet other bootstrappers. So this is really, really, really good. So super excited about that. And yeah, this was the section of uh, the project updates. And uh, for the lifestyle of an entrepreneur, this episode, I don't have much to say. I'm feeling much better. I always try not to force myself. I try to control the hours I'm on Twitter. And uh, sometimes it's not easy. But I I was able to read a book or to start reading and read actually a lot of pages of the book I'm reading. Is The name is Hooked. And it's all about how to create habits using your uh, products, your digital products. And I'm definitely going to use what I'm learning with Change It. So super cool. And that's basically and to finish this episode, let's go to the last section, tips and tricks for bootstrappers and indie makers. And uh, today I have a great, amazing tool that I found out this week. And uh, the tool's name is hivo.com. So H-I-V-O-E.com. And uh, the name kind of, I don't know what it means, but uh, what this does is to automate your Twitter DMs. What? That's amazing. So this was something that I was really looking for and I thought, okay, maybe I have to code it. But the fact that it already exists is, is really great. So I can actually set up a welcome message and uh, every time I get a new follower, I send them a message introducing myself. And uh, if they get back to me, then I answer, you know, with my own words. But it's great to automate this process because it also allows me to basically... You know, don't be so much on Twitter and keep myself a bit more, you know, separated from Twitter. And having this means that I can be separated, can be living my life and still have some automation and connecting with people that then I can speak with later on. So this is great. I really love the platform. It's free. At least for now, it's completely free. I spoke with a creator. I think this is also doing this as a side project and a super nice guy also gave some suggestions to features that uh, maybe you could implement. There's also another feature that allows you to schedule DMs so that you can say, send this DM to this person at this time, which might be really useful. For instance, if I want to message KCD, it makes much more sense to send a message when it's maybe what 6 p.m. there in the US, which is already quite late here. So I can just schedule this DM and send it to her. And there's a lot of great features that he will come up with. So the link will be in the description is a great tool. And uh, yeah, that's it for today's episode. If you like this content, if you find it useful, there's many ways you can help me. First one, sharing with your friends, sharing with your bootstrapper friends, entrepreneurs, 
this would mean the world to me. Then if you want to go further, you can buy me a coffee or you can join our wannabe entrepreneur space. It costs four euros per month and it's a great place for you to find other entrepreneurs to have basically a team. You know, you are working your own project with the team and people give you feedback and it's super useful. And there's also some other things. There's a wiki with tools you can use and discounts for SaaS and softwares that you can use. So it's a great package of things. And I think it's it's great for other entrepreneurs, small entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, indie makers that want to build their own projects. And uh, that's everything I have for you today. Make sure to listen next Thursday. There'll be a great interview with Roberto about SEO, SEO techniques. How can you actually use those in your own website? So I think it will be really, really useful. I definitely learned a lot. This was another Wannabe Entrepreneur. See you next time. Portuguese lesson number one. Obrigado means thank you. Obrigado.